Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Herbie, let's duck, duck, go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you? Joe Ostrowski, host of BetQL Daily. When early odds is on the air on Saturdays, there are a lot of people that tune out. They don't want to hear sports betting. But when you really break it down, it's just sports talk. The best gambling analyst in the country. Want to bet? I'm Jordan with the mic. Want to gamble? When I reach out to people that have models or some odds makers, what maybe once upon a time it was three points for home field, Right now, and most people aren't aware of this, it's one and a half to two points. Joe Ostrowski on the Lawrence Holmes Show, right damn now. By the way, a Tribe Called Quest on the list of the fan votes for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Eminem's on that list, too. It's an interesting list this year. The Eurythmics, I think, are on the list. How are they not already in? Joe Ostrowski joins us courtesy of the folks over at Points Bet, which we appreciate them for allowing us to talk with Joe. He joins us now on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. <laughs> Circuit Resort and Casino out in Las Vegas, where uh, Jason Leisure is right now. They have a great, great sports book. You should go and hang out there at Circa. Joseph, how are you? Is Bonnie Raid in? Your girl? <laughs> I love Bonnie Ray. I know you do. I heard the other day with your uh, Bonnie Ray's great, man. I think I think Bonnie's already in, right? Is she already in? You would think. But I would have thought the Eurythmics would already been in. Okay, man. So I I, I, we didn't talk last week because we had all that chaos, the news breaking. If you could have seen the smile on Emma's face when she came home with two badges, not one, because she had the most cookies sold in the troop. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Yes. Thanks to you and score listeners that jumped in. Uh, yeah, man, you can buy Girl Scout cookies online now. It's, it's, a, it's a whole new world. You can do everything. It's online. a whole new world, and I found myself going, do I really need this many cookies? Yeah, I need this many cookies. <laughs> and that is the danger of the online portion of the Girl Scouts selling you cookies. Yep, yep. They finally figured it out. They did, and it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Before I ask you some of the goings-on in the sports betting world, yeah, your guy's gone now. So, you know, Ryan Pace is out, up out of here. So you're still going to keep the avatar, which I think is a good thing. <laughs> what did you think of the rollout of the new bosses of the Bears? Well, I don't even think it's the most intriguing thing happening in the division right now, quite honestly. Um, and I'm not even talking about Aaron Rodgers. Talking about if, Minnesota? Well, no, 
Not that one either. It's you know, top to bottom, it's wild what's happening right now in the division. The entire NFC too. And I'll get to the Bears in a second, but 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 if remember hard knocks, the rules. So if you made the playoffs the last two years, they're not gonna force you to do it. You have a new head coach, they're not gonna force you to do it. There's not gonna be nine right now, it seems, I think. If there's nobody else. Um if you've been on hard knocks, you don't have to do it. There are three teams, three teams eligible, Lawrence. The Jets. The Panthers and the Detroit Lions with Matt Nagy as offensive coordinator. Come on. Bring on bring on the Lions. Yes. Bring on the Lions as as hard knocks. I want a camera on Man Campbell all the time. How entertaining would that be? And I know the show's fallen off completely, but you're gonna tell me that you wouldn't check it every week. Just just the dynamic between is it gonna be the old Matt Nagy that we saw in the first couple of years? You would think so. If this I need this to happen. I need him to go to Detroit. And I know Bears fans are cheering. Yeah, yeah, Lions, OC, Matt Nagy. <laughs> just mark those two down, even if it's on Thanksgiving Day. Mark those two dubs down. We don't know if we're going to be any damn good under Poles and Eberflus in, in year number one, but mark that one down. Um, I, I think you guys nailed the tenor of the, the reaction. It's uninspiring, and I do think those press conferences matter in instances like this. So, obviously, he has not reached out to all the players, been in contact yet. So, one of these scenarios, I'm sure there were players that seeked out that press conference to find out about their new bosses. And we know how impactful a first impression can be. Um, So, I did think it mattered a bit. It's just one of those situations where, and I don't think there's a lot of them, but the offensive coordinator means just as much, if not more, as the head coach. Listen, if if Luke Getze is good, if Justin Fields develops, if he can build an offense around Fields, Eberflus is going to look great, and people are going to think he's a wonderful head coach if they are scoring points, whether it's his doing or not. Now, he's got to worry about the in-game stuff, and, and the guy that he just coached under, I think he's one of the better ones at it, in Frank Reich, but... I mean, that is just as big, if not bigger. I, everything rides on that offense and what they're going to do with Justin Fields because you'd have to assume Ryan Poles is not going to take the Ryan Pace tact and he's going to spend more money on offense based on where he comes from and all the off, all the assets that they would have on that side of the ball. How much turmoil is the NFC in right now from a betting standpoint? with the GOAT retiring? So I was just top top of my head looking at this the other day, going through the 16 teams in the NFC. I think there are six that we can say right now, six of 16 know they're starting quarterback week one. I'm counting the Bears. I'm counting the Lions with Goff. Rams, of course. Cardinals with Kyler. Eagles with Hurts, Cowboys with Dak. Everything else is up in the air. And not not only do we have the question about Aaron Rodgers, so we have the Brady retirement. That would be the top two quarterbacks. This I think they're going to be one and two in the MVP voting when that comes down. So you could have the two best quarterbacks this year leaving the conference. You could have Russell Wilson leaving the conference. Where's Deshaun Watson going to go? 
Um, we saw what happened to Bears, and, and I'm not even all in on this, but I'm, I'm just – there are a lot of teams that are going to have this conversation right now that reside in the NFC that, hey, this is a worst-to-first league. The Bengals were 25-1. to They were the long shot in their division. Can we be the Bengals? Well, the Bears have a young quarterback, and a lot of times we see QBs take those big strides in year number two. I, I expect them to be aggressive, maybe like the Bulls were right away where they think, hey, if Rodgers is out of the division, Lawrence, think about these divisions. NFC South, Brady leaves. Sean Payton leaves. I think right now that's the worst division in football. The NFC East, right there with them. And if Rodgers is gone, the NFC North, I mean, those three divisions are complete garbage. Anybody can take them. I agree with you on that. And it's, I, I, I'm trying to figure out like how much pressure should we – publicly put on the Bears to try and compete in the next year because there is still a lot to do. As much as we know about what Eberflus wants to do defensively, like we're we we know about what that defense looks like, they still have to get pieces and I don't think they have it. I don't know that they I think they've got the edge guys on the defensive line. I think they have the weak side linebacker in Roquan Smith. You still need an ass kicking nickel and you need an ass-kicking middle linebacker. And finding what, what the Bears have had in that system at middle linebacker is going to be impossible because players like that only come along once in a lifetime. Then we That's even before we start talking about the offense and all of the things that they need. They need an entirely new receiving core minus Darnell Mooney, right? You, you need to figure out where you are on the offensive line what players you want to keep, which players are worth developing. All of that stuff needs to happen. You probably still need tight end help, or at least to figure it out. So there's still so much that they have to do, that Ryan Poles has to do, that I want to be careful in in not throwing them to the Wolves and being like, yes, they should compete, even though you make the valid point of how bad this division could be once we figure out what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Well, and, and here's something that I'm trying to be careful with over the next couple of weeks is the Super Bowl coverage. Because during the offseason, that's what every team's going to say. Like, wait, why can't we be the Bengals? What, why not? In, in a one-off scenario, why can't we be the Bengals? Well, here's why. And here's why the Bears can't be the Bengals right now. They have playmakers. And I, I'm being careful about just saying, Joe Burrow, wizard, hands up. It's true. Like, when you have that dude... Zach Taylor looks smart, Zach Taylor, and I still don't think he's that good. Uh, Mike Brown, GM and owner, all of a sudden he looks really smart because in back-to-back years he hit on Chase and he hit on Burrow. But they have playmakers, and I know a big part of that is Burrow, but the playmakers that the Bears don't have on the roster with, of course, Chase and Higgins and Mixon offensively. I mean, they're so good that – the offensive line hasn't mattered as much. Now, it might in the Super Bowl. It might. But we just don't talk about their defense. Um, Trey Hendrickson, uh, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL this year. So, like, they, they have playmakers all over the field, but everybody runs to Burrow, Burrow, Burrow. Bigger part of it than anybody else, but, uh, but that's key. All these teams that have been playing over the last few weeks – Playmakers littered all over the field, something the Bears roster does not have at the moment. Joe, you cover sports betting better than anyone in the country. 
and you've been on this on a lot of different levels, even legislatively, you've covered this. What is the sports betting community saying about the the lawsuit that has been filed by Brian Flores and the, the implication that you may have had an owner in Stephen Ross offering money to tank games? So the question I, I've gotten the most over the last couple of days, all sorts of publications reaching out is, have we seen this before? Now, in baseball, we did it here on the north side, the Cubs. We, we talked about them losing, and they were losing intentionally. The Astros did it. So, some other teams across all sports. In fact, with this Dolphins team, it was not a dirty little secret. It was tank for Tua. Problem is, they tanked for the wrong quarterback. Sorry, Lawrence. Justin Herbert was there. <laughs> what are you doing? They did the tank. They just tanked for the wrong dude. That Greer Flores, I don't know. They're going to blame it on each other like they have been. Uh, this is uh, uncharted waters, man. Wow. So the NFL resisted, resisted, resisted. Then they finally said, okay, all these other leagues are making so much money off sports betting. It's just there for us. We have to, you know, sign – and, you know, they throw out the spreads a little bit more. We're not even going to cover it on our pregame and postgame, and they still don't. They don't even cover it on red zone. They think it's all about the fantasy with Scott Hansen. Uh, it's different now because you're in bed with the sports books. In April of last year, they announced a deal with three sports books worth nearly a billion dollars with AB. And then later in the year, right before the season started, they made another announcement that they have a deal with four sports books where they were allowed to buy commercials during games. They were, here's our deal. Hey, you, you four are allowed to buy commercials now. So now they have relationships with seven sports books. And then this comes out with Stephen Ross. And, you know, he's got so much money. I'm sure he's invested in a lot of businesses. But here's one business that Stephen Ross did invest in which became public in 2019 the action network a sports gambling company 17.5 million dollars the action network has um they've gotten into the news part of this legalization throughout the country a lot of the last couple of years with hiring Ravel. They, they've covered some of the news stuff not one story on this last two days mm. not not one wonder why yeah this is this is this is really dicey now because now now you're in bed with the sports books you are i don't know how else to put it and and that's out there so how is this going to be handled moving forward it's uh it is going to be fascinating the funny thing is they went five and eleven that year when he was bribing his head coach for them to lose games but they, they were so bad, they were covering the point spread. They were 9-7 and seven against the spread. But uh, they did lose games. They just picked the, the wrong quarterback. So this is going to be fascinating. You know, I, I complain like many other NFL fans and many other NFL betters about the, the referees and how incompetent they can be at times or how there are better ways to, instead of using the, the chain gang, how about use the chips that you already have in the football that you use for next-gen stats? Can we do that to see if something's a first down or a touchdown? Like, that would that would have helped Sean McVay the other day just a little bit. But um, 
but yeah, I mean, now this, this is, this is a whole new level, even though it's been talked about publicly in so many sports and it has worked. It's different when the owner is bribing the head coach saying go on vacation during the season. Joe, as always, I appreciate the time. Joe's segment is brought to you by PointsBet. He is the best in the business. He is Joe Ostrowski. Catch him on BetQL Daily and early odds here on the score. Joe, I'm, let me know when the cookies come in because the right. Holmes family got a whole bunch of them. So we want to have them in the house. So let us know when they're in. All right, Lawrence. Sounds good. Uh, we're going to have a lot of prop bets for the Super Bowl to go over. You know, the national anthem, Mickey Guyton, I, I've got her on record, 124. They set the number at 135 yesterday. I'm, th- I'm thinking under, but we'll go over all of it uh, next week. You got it. That's Joe Ostrowski. He's terrific, and we love having him on once a week to break down what's going on in the sports betting world. I saw my guy Steve Rosenblum on Twitter last night and this morning reacting to what was going on with the Blackhawks. And those who know Rosie knows that he – covered this team for a really long time he's got some strong opinions i have a platform i wanted to give my mentor a platform and he will join us next here on the score lawrence holmes noon to two on sports radio 670 the score and 670 the score.com in odyssey station the blackhawks had a town hall meeting that went on last night that ended up being a disaster. I wanted to give my guy Steve Rosenblum an opportunity to speak on it before his show this weekend here on The Score because he was talking about it on Twitter. He joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, they've got the best and biggest sports book. You should go and hang out there. Rosie, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Lawrence. How about you? I'm great. I'm doing really well. Things are things are moving in, in really good direction, so I'm in good spirits. But I wasn't in good spirits last night when I started to see the video of the Blackhawks Town Hall meeting. How did you consume that, and what was your reaction to it? It was just in, in watching once I – I was so proud of, the, of Mark Lazarus and then Phil Thompson saying, okay – this is how we follow up a question. You're not, because this was the first time that they had faced questions. Remember when they released the results of the report, that was, it is specious to begin with, and we'll, we can go back to that if you want. But they didn't take questions. They've never taken questions. They never talked about it. They never had to answer for things. And this was the first chance. And for them to think it wasn't going to come up, and for him to go off like he did, Leads me to believe this. The way Rocky acted is every question he fears moved people closer to figuring out that he knew what was going on in 2010, despite what the report said. And the report itself is specious because it's a conflict of interest. He paid for it. What do you think that the company doing the investigation is going to decide? We're not cutting off the money. The guy who paid for this He's absolved. That's for starters. That, and even if that's not true, the appearance of a conflict of interest is in fact a conflict of interest. So it was already dirty from the start. Plus, they didn't have subpoena power. 39 people said, no, I'm not, at, I'm not talking to you. And maybe the idea that there was no subpoena power was what Rocky Wirtz wanted in the first place and what the spineless NHL wanted. 
it, so it could, there, here we have it. We'll get fire everybody except the guy who owns the team. But what I saw yesterday, what really, what, what I came back to when, when, when the story, when the report was originally revealed and Mark and I talked about it on, on Saturday suckage, I, 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 my first thought was Kyle Beach is somebody's child. Nobody in that room considered that, and they were all parents. Last night, Rocky did not consider that Kyle Beach is somebody's parent, and Rocky's a parent too. You, he, whatever happened with the Blackhawks in trying to make good on this, they just completely, they kneecapped it. They have no credibility. He has no credibility now because you ripped open every star for every sexual abuse survivor, their family. You just showed you care nothing except about, let's move forward, let's make money. You have, you have no, Bernsey used the word, I wish I'd used it. Bernsey used the word, the concept, empathy. You had an ignorant, raving, in, insufferable man, in, in, not at all compassionate about what happened to somebody's child. And I, I couldn't be sicker when I saw it, when I heard it, when I went over it again this way and, and, and in hearing it about hearing today, talking to you about it. It's really, it, it, it makes my stomach royals because it's inhuman. It's dehumanizing. It's inhuman. And I just don't, for whatever Jamie Faulkner and Danny Wirtz, might claim or people on their behalf claim they're doing to the good things they've done, the steps. There is zero being done when the guy up top rants and raves like that, when you can't convince Rocky Wirtz that this is sick and disgraceful and despicable and you have to handle it like a human, not a ranting old man. I expected him to be, to have ball bearings in his hands and just be be repeating the word strawberries that's a reference for people who are as old as me so that's it so i was i was pissed I, I it was just awful it's it's despicable and i and i and i concluded my text thread today my twitter thread today with this idea you can support the blackhawks you can love them you can give them money that's your choice i'm not going to tell you not to but my choice is that I can think you're as despicable as they are for doing it as long as the Wirtz is still on the team. So there we go. Let's talk about power dynamic for a second because one of the things that came through last night is you see the, the, the other folks on the dais, two of them that you've named, them not being able to get out of his way. It felt very much like what anyone who spent any time covering the Blackhawks under John McDonough, it felt exactly like that. That if, if any of these guys, if it's Rocky or, or if it's McDonough and they have a head of steam, no one can stop them from what it is that they're going to do. Well, it, that, that is the power dynamic. Who's, who, the, the, the golden rule, he, uh, he who has the gold makes the rule. Look, follow the money in this whole thing. That's the Wirtz motto. It always has been. Follow the money. There's no compassion. There's no empathy. The, the empathy. There's no. There's no humanizing of it. And this was an opportunity to do that. And they passed on it. And nobody. Who's going to get up? 
the closest you could imagine getting up to Rocky Wirtz would be Danny. But remember, no Wirtz son, neither Peter nor Rocky, stood up to Bill. None, neither of them publicly came out and said, Dad, we got to put these games on television. They all supported him. What happened when Bill died? You saw what Rocky did. We, Rocky put the games on TV. So that was it. it. He completely rebutted his father, but he would never do it publicly. That's the way they run things there. And, that, and you understand that. That's their hierarchy. That's fine. And frankly, we all saw what he, his, his apology later was a whole lot of BS. Nobody believed it. I don't think he even wrote it. But the anger, the way he responded to Mark Lazarus, and the way he kept interrupting Phil Thompson of the Tribune, you're dealing, that's the, the honest reaction. And I believe that he fears every question gets him, gets closer to indicting him or exposing him as having knowledge beyond what the report by Jenner and Block said. Yeah, and it's it's a weird place that I think a lot of Blackhawks fans find themselves over the last year and a half or so as as we've gotten closer to the truth on what happened to Kyle Beach. What's your advice for them, if you have any, on what to do about how they feel on this subject? Now, Blackhawk fans, do what you want. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm not going to be the person who calls for the massive protest boycott. Don't buy tickets. Don't whatever. You do what, whatever you think your, your wallet, your conscience should do. It's your money. It's your choice to whether or not you think that's entertainment. Frankly, it has not been very entertaining, and it is not very hopeful. And I don't know that the money is going to a good place. I wouldn't want my money to go to someone who sounds like that, acts like that, believes that way, shows zero compassion, zero empathy, Zero respect for people out there who were sexual abuse survivors and still managed to be Blackhawk fans, those who have sympathies for, for, for that. Even if you're not a sexual abuse survivor, you saw what the Blackhawks did. You want, the, you want to believe they could be a, that a legacy could be, their legacy could be, we cleaned this up. And clearly they can't even convince the guy on top that act that that it's a that it's a good thing to show sympathy because he didn't. So whatever you want to do for if you're a Blackhawk fan, whatever you want to watch them on television, go right ahead. You want to spend your money on jerseys, go right ahead. I'm I I will draw my opinion about what you're doing, and I'm entitled to that. Same way you're entitled to to dispense your money the way you feel. It seemed as if the the other galling part, and we're talking with Steve Rosenblum about what happened at the Blackhawks Town Hall, is that there also wasn't a recognition, an acknowledgement that you were. This was a PR event, like this. This is an event for the Blackhawks to show their best selves, and if that's what you end up showing, it it made the whole episode moot. We have seen the Blackhawks have a history of being ham-handed. Rocky, it should not be. Rocky, we understand. He's just a, he, I, he's just a businessman. He's not a, a brand manager the way John McDonough was. But if you go back to that, the Patrick, Char, Patrick Kane rape allegations and the way they handled that at the opening of training camp at Notre Dame, somebody who is a 
alleged to be a master of branding, was just as ham-handed as you saw the owner of the Blackhawks did it acted last night. It is a common, it, it seems to be common now when dealing with things that require a very human touch. They don't have it. Follow the money. Number one rule in life, follow the money. That's what they do. Two things, Rocky didn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want the questioning to get closer to him. And he's trying not to hemorrhage money the way he did when he took over, uh, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen their books. But I believe that those two things to be true. And, and the fact that, they, that you hire, you promote your son, and I don't know what Danny said, whether he tried to convince his dad, you have to act this way, you have to say this, this is the right response, this is the way the organization or organization is going to approach it, whether Jamie Faulkner did that. If he's not going to listen, you are a hopeless organization. Is there any... Is there anything that can be done? I Look, I I told Dan during transition today that the way that he went off reminded me very much of the Donald Sterling interview with Anderson Cooper. That, mm-hmm. that it, it was that same level of of anger and and inappropriate language, like all of it. Like it, it felt that way to me. He he's owner. Can he? A texter asked this question. I think it's a really good question. Can he? Can the Blackhawks as an organization? make him not the the forward-facing face of the organization? Can, can he be removed as chairman and still keep his ownership? I, I, I don't know how that corp, the Wirtz Corporation is set up with regard to the Chicago Blackhawks, Inc. I don't know. But if it's as I suspect, and I became a writer because I didn't want to go into business, if it's as I suspect... It's Rocky as God the way Bill was God, period, because Arthur was God. That's it. We have one voice. I have a majority vote. I have all the votes. That's the way it works. That's the way it has worked previously. There's one guy in charge. He would have to step down. He would have to step aside. He would have to create a title for himself, but put somebody else in charge with whatever and and step out of the spotlight and have, let's say, He's already promoted his son. He's made his son a face of the Blackhawks. If you want to keep in the family, if you want to do the McCaskey thing, the Wirtz thing, the way they do that, then do that. Don't answer questions. Don't come out in public. Have Danny do it. Let him be the face. Let him, if the kid's got any empathy, any compassion, and any smarts about branding or public appearance, or an image that you're trying to rebuild, if he has any of that, he should be the face. He should be the talking head for that organization. After that, you get everybody else in line. But really, it starts with Rocky. He's got to do two things. He's got to decide to get out of the way, and he's got to, he has to make a commitment that he has to change the way he views what happened. It's, it's not a decimal point the way he acts. It's a human issue. I was pleasantly surprised last night in TNT's coverage of this and kind of the resounding, wow, that was really out of control from the the hockey intelligentsia. Is that a step in the right direction for the league and the game? Uh, I, 
I think it's a step for a step in the right direction for TNT. We don't know if they'll be lectured about it because I'm not sure who the boss of who is. Uh, it, it may be the NHL is just so happy to have any kind of TV money that TNT says, okay, we dare you to leave us. Go ahead. The, the idea that the NHL, I don't think that the NHL could fire that crew, especially with Wayne Gretzky making the most salient point. If I got an 18-year-old being drafted by Chicago, I don't know that I want him going there or I'd worry about his safety going there. You're not, you're not going to fire Wayne Gretzky. That's just, that's just you're not going to do that if you're the NHL. He's bigger than you, and the NHL may not have the power to do that. So full marks for them for having for being on the right side of this argument for seeing it for what it is and not being the house band. You saw what happened when Major League Baseball didn't like what Ken Rosenthal wrote, right? Yep. So so look what happened there that they're they're in charge of their guys. They're they're bigger than that. They control their media. I don't know that the NHL can. I I hope it can't and it needs to be honestly assessed because this is not just a Blackhawks problem. This is Look at all the NHL players who have some connection. This is not six degrees of separation. This is about two degrees of separation from everybody in the NHL knowing someone who is affected by something like this. This is an NHL-wide problem. And if the NHL and spineless Gary Bettman is going to try to sit on every outlet or every, every human trying to focus a spotlight on this, then you're just get you you're going to have nothing for credibility or even less than you have now you're going to have nothing for a league rosie thank you so much for jumping on the show i really appreciated you being impassioned and thinking about this and talking about it on twitter last night and i'm glad you were available to talk with the show i always got time for you lawrence always thank you for asking thanks for the platform that is Steve Rosenblum. You can catch him Saturday morning right here on the Wake and Bake Club, him and Mark Grody. Wait, is Grody still doing the Wake and Bake Club because he's Mr. Overnights now? I mean, I hope so because that's a great show. But that's where you can catch my guy, Rosie. I'm glad that he had time today. We need to take a break. When we come back, there was something that happened last night that shouldn't have happened last night outside of Rocky Words. That's next here on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Some of you know that I am a footy fan. I enjoy watching soccer. It's been over the last like decade or so where I've really started to get into it. I've chosen my EPL team, Arsenal, shut your mouth. And I, I'm all about the U.S. men's national team. The U.S. men's national team is obviously trying to build itself up and get into the World Cup. And they had a match last night with Honduras. And U.S. men's national team has been known to put these matches in outdoor venues in places where it's going to be cold. And they did that last night. The air temperature at the time the game kicked off was negative one degree with with the wind negative one degree and then there's a wind chill so they had to they were like oh well we'll do this to a central american country and the players won't be ready for that i think it's also unfair to our players to make them play in that when you don't have to there's so many great venues 
And granted, the Midwest has been very supportive of what's going on with the U.S. men's national team. I love when they do play in Columbus because Columbus is a, a great fan base for both club and for country. But trying to freeze out an opponent is ridiculous to me. And here's what's worse. Last night, after the game, two of the members of the Honduras national team had to be treated for hypothermia. I understand that you want a home pitch advantage. That's all cool. And if you want to have a game in Boulder where it's snowing in 30 degrees and you play, fine. What happened last night was a travesty, and U.S. men's national team should be ashamed of themselves. Talk with Parkinson Spiegel next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 